Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast, where each week we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We have bellied up the bar tonight. If you know anything, the things that I that's I already know who's who's you've already got she's already got fans showing up. She could be the biggest <laughs> guest we've ever had. Uh I mean, we've had we've had some good ones, but I'm gonna say this is many firsts for us. This is our first wrestling manager. This is our youngest guest. Um what else can we say first? Um, there's just a lot. I mean, this, there's a lot of firsts in this. And, and as a dad, yeah. I'm very excited yeah. because I love to hear, to talk to, to folks that have figured out what their passions are early. I did the same thing. I knew I wanted to be a Marine at a young age to, to talk to somebody else who has found their passion at a young age. So, so joining us, and I'm just going to, well. I'll say parts unknown because it's none of y'all's damn business. So joining us from parts unknown because it works for wrestling perfectly. We have the manager of legends, Miss Gemma. Hello. That was my best announcer voice also. Coming to the stage together. He's from parts unknown. It's the manager of legends. (laughs) That was perfect. But look who's art. Look, look who's it is. I'm gonna say that. Yeah. that Miss Rita Marie. Is that who I think that is? That would be Miss Rita Marie. Hello, Rita. And if you don't know who Rita Marie is, go touch up on your I'm gonna say WWF history because that's how far we're going back with this. The first yeah. ever female referee. I've met her a couple times at the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, which I have my shirt on right now. There it is, uh, which is where Gemma and I met at. And then yeah. uh, we have Mr. TJ Wago saying evening. I'm not <laughs> assuming that's one of your folks. So let's yes. go ahead and get some house cleaning done here, Miss Gemma. And then we're going to get into it and how you got into wrestling and all those pieces. So as always, folks, over my right shoulder, we got the big board for sticker and a cause. Maybe you got a, you're a professional wrestler. You're into an indie circuit. You've got a podcast, a band. I don't care what it is. Reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. Uh, I can't call it Twitter no more. X, Instagram, TikTok. They're all the above the bar podcast. Reach out. Let me know what you got going on. I'll tell you where to send your sticker to. We'll read about you live on the air. It costs you nothing. A little bit of free advertisement for you. The other side. Now, Gemma, I'm, I'm seeing this window over your, your shoulder here. And I know yes. which area you live in. And that's a pretty bare window. You know who you should call for that window? You should call budget blinds of of Hudson and Kuksaki or budget blinds of East Greenbush. They're America's largest custom window treatment company, budget blinds. And for the month of February, they're running a sale. Buy two, get one free on all window treatments. Make sure you're you're reaching out to them. Let them know you're there to belly up to the bar. Budget Mm -hmm. blinds of East Greenbush and budget blinds of Hudson and Kuksaki, New York. They'll take care of that window. It won't be bare for you no more. And, And you know what? Offer a, a no questions asked warranty. So if you're dropping, if you're dropping a people's elbow on somebody in that room and it tears down, and it tears down that window treatment, they're going to replace it for free. How's that sound? Well, that's awesome. 
Oh God. Look at this. Nate's already started. Nate, Nate's a big wrestling fan too. He's already started with a chair. I, ain't nobody smacking nobody with a chair. Listen, Nate, I will Jimmy Superfly snook at that ass. Don't you worry about it. I go back. We go back in this house. So again, so so Gemma, let's get right yes. into this. I I remember so I we met uh actually I met your mom first and your dad. And we mm-hmm. met the International Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame inductions. And, uh, folks, I, there's a lot of you watching us right now. Do us a big favor. Go ahead and share, like. Gemma's uh, Instagram is going to be scrolling here on the bottom. Make sure you go follow her on Instagram so you know what she's got going on. It may sound cliche, but you hitting that like and that share button on all these different things really does uh, make a difference. What's going on over there, long story short, on Instagram? So back to this though. So how, I mean, you're, you're 15. How long now have you really truly been into wrestling? Well, I have been in into wrestling since I was about two years old. Um, so for a very, very long time. Um, what really got me into it was AJ Lee, actually. Um, I met her when I was very little. I remember what age I think was five actually and I met her at a comic-con and I told her about um my type 1 diabetes and it kind of just broke her heart because I I told her she was my hero and everything and I really I really looked up to her and um because I basically grew up watching her when she got that neck injury and she was out I was devastated and so it was really awesome that I got to meet her because who knows maybe she'll make her return to the ring or who knows maybe she won't but definitely it was that she's the one that really got me interested and then stay with that for a second so here you are talking about five five years old you you meet an, an early hero what was mm-hmm. kind of your parents' reaction though? Because I mean, like I got a six-year-old, and if he was he wrestles <laughs> like the, the traditional high school style. What's what's yeah. up there uh, down down in Texas? My buddy Corey's watching us on Instagram. But you know, if he told me, Dad, I'm gonna be a pro wrestling manager, you know, all those things, I probably would be like, that's eh, cute, bud. Enjoy. Yeah. But what was your parents' reaction to this? I mean, because if they're taking you to Comic Con to meet these folks, how did they <laughs> react when you told them? at five years old well there's my dreams that's where i'm going with this well my parents that's the thing about them they are always supportive they're like whatever you want to do um we will support you and so like i i used to dance they supported me on that but wrestling has really been what i've wanted to do i've i pointed to the tv and i said that's what i want to do i want to get in the ring i want to basically yeah i just i want to get in the ring and i want to do what the females the females in the ring are doing so now now you're watching this though at that young of an age do you you understand the kayfabe is on at that point i mean do you understand that or are you just seeing like i'm watching somebody dropping you know they're, they're dropping a suplex they're they're power bombing somebody somebody's getting choke slammed and all this other stuff like, do you understand <laughs> that's, that on? No, I didn't understand it then, but now I now I do. But 
Um, no, when I was just watching on that TV, it was magical. I'm like, this is what I want to do. This is an inspiration. This is my dream job. And so was was yeah, there something much. in it? Was there something about what they were doing? Was it the the crowd cheering? Was it the athleticism to it? What was it about it that really drew it to you? Um I honestly think it was the crowd cheering. And because people got <laughs> sense um people Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Since people get a kick out of the performers and the crowd, it, it made me happy. And I've always been, I've always been a performer. I've have, would have been standing at, I, I don't know, anywhere. I would have been dancing in a supermarket um, to the music. Like I've always performed since I was little. And so the act of performing of professional wrestling and then also little kids looking up to um, the female superstar saying, hey, if she can do it, I can do it, right? So that's that's what really that's, touched that's my what heart. Hooked you. So that, that's yeah. what hooked you there, huh? And, and yeah. I'm not sure who Mr. Joe's 1971 is, but I'm going to guess that might be dad, maybe? Grand? No, but I, they said I think this I know. Person, this person says they you've been this way since day one. So all, always a yeah. performer. So here you are, you're, you're, you're five years old. You're enjoying this. This is what I want to do as we're moving forward though. How do we get from this little peanut who says, Oh, I want to get in the ring. Yeah, that's cute. Great. All right, come on, let's go. Um, to, I mean, you're known as the manager of legends. That's, 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 that's your, you know, that's your hook or your gimmick or whatever you want to. And I got to ask this question real quick. Faces or heels? Yeah. What do you prefer? Faces or heels? Faces. You rather manage faces, huh? Yeah, they're yeah. fun. Even though I have managed um, a heel before and that was fun because I got to tell my father to shut up, but you Ooh. know. Oh, oh got <laughs> yeah. away with one, huh? Got away. With yeah, I did. <laughs> Who was the heel? Um, I went out with Blaze um, at the EC, EC, ECW? No, ECPW oh. show. So, um, and that's an, it that's was, an indie circuit. Yes, yes, it was. That yeah. kind of reminds me. So how many indie circuits have you, have you worked so far? So I've worked um, probably a probably about five, five now. Wow. Yeah. Now, now what works. is that approach like? like? Like five indie circuits. And I'm curious, like that's what's really interesting me. Cause I'm just thinking here comes this young lady, uh, folks. I've met Gemma. It's not like she's six foot four walk at 15 walking up. Like, excuse me. I'd like, I'd like to go ahead and manage your wrestlers. It's not like that. <laughs> she, she's, a looks like a typical teenager. What is yep. that approach like to these these organizations to be like, hey, yeah, my my thing is I manage. Uh, I want to manage a couple of your guys. I've already like, what's that approach been like, and and the reception from some of these folks? Uh, so it's the reception is usually really 
really kind actually and um they're very respectful about it because um you know like they would message me and I'd be like oh yeah yeah sure let me just check my schedule well I'm I'm interested I'm interested and then um they'd come back and they'd say hey we looked at more of your work we really we really like you we would like you to work work with us I go oh uh, okay yeah so they're so reaching out to you Yes. Um, mostly because I would, I was at like an event and I gave them my Instagram handle. Um, so they would reach me to my Instagram. That's my easiest way. (laughs) Well, I mean, and I get that. I mean, I'm I'm an old fart. I have Facebook, which I've learned (laughs) is for old people. I didn't realize it was for old people until my own teenagers told me that. And I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean it's for old people? I'm like, you're out of your mind. They're like, grandma has an, has a Facebook page. I'm like, all right. So my mother has a Facebook page. I got it. I understand. But so, so they're willing, so they're reaching out to you. They're, they're contacting you. So, but what, tell me about the first one then the, the first one that you reached out to, like, how old were you then? You know, did you do it on your own or hi Stacy or did uh, somebody, introduce you like what was that whole experience like so actually rita um at one of the hall of fame event um show events i told her what happened to me um basically i had a teacher saying that professional wrestling wasn't a realistic job and that i needed to change my job report and well i was very mad and i We'll never forget that. Um, but we told Rita about it. She went to her buddy, Mario Mancini, the owner of PAPW, which is a promote, which is a promotion and a school that I do um, do shows for. And basically, Mario said, "Get her, get her on the show. We're going to have mom or dad tape." like take a video and she can show it to the teacher and basically shove it up her. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you get applause. That's how it started. And I was 13 years old. I, it was two days into two days. Sorry. Two weeks into my, um, no, I'm, oh my God, six days into my 13th birthday. I am all over the place. Right all right. None, none of my, none of my listeners can do math. You're fine. Don't worry. About it. <laughs> oh my God. They can't do it. Can me, Nate, Nate has to take his shoes off to count to four. He's like, one, two, three, four. All right. I'm there. So go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so, so, so we're a week, we're a week after your birthday. Mhm. Yep. And I had it, I had a photo shoot done. It was basic it was nerve-wracking, but I met my two main guys for PAPW at my first ever wrestling event that I worked at. And those two guys are Buzz Bloodsall and um Bulldread and they have what and is it, my Buzz, mentor, Buzzsaw, and what's the other one? Buzz Bloodsaw and 
Bull dread. Bull dread? Yes. Okay. That's it. I've I've heard a lot of different names. What's a, you gotta explain? What's a bull dread? What's a bull dread? <laughs> so a bull dread is the beast of the northeast, and he's very popular up in Connecticut and the Northeast wrestling circuit. Nice. So he's I call him Uncle Dread because he's nice. basically an uncle to me. So 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 those were the your first two and, and so those are the two that you manage fairly regularly within within that promotion. Yes. Yep. Yep. Now now I want to stick with that promotion for a second. I've talked of to course. and you probably know you know you might know Fox Vineyard. You know Fox, don't you? Oh of course I do. Yeah. Fox has been on been on here a couple of times. We we've talked uh enough about this and Seth and all those guys. Now, one of the things mm -hmm. I always hear about the indie circuit is to make it in the indies. Like, it's not like when you're when you're up at the show, like these guys are they're putting the rings together. They're coming in early to put it together. They're staying late to tear it down. They work every element to it. I've heard this many times. I've heard them talk about it. Has that been your experience? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, I've gotten early to a show before and they were still putting up the ring and, and getting everything situated. I asked usually if I could help, but, um, I'm too little to start putting the ring together, but I hope that changes soon. Um, because listen, I'm little, but I'm mighty. And if you need me to get under there and tighten some things, I can, I'm handy. You, you can make it happen. So I can make so it happen. And that's, you know, it's, it's funny. So you've had a lot of naysayers to this and that's the biggest mm -hmm. thing with this. You're, you're following your dream. So you've had a lot of naysayers as you you're building up and into this. What were some of the things that have driven you or, or helped to keep you, you focused on this goal of staying in professional wrestling and being involved in professional wrestling? Mm -hmm. Um, well, let's let's see here. Besides being told that it wasn't a real job, but hey, I'm proving I'm wrong there. Um, it's mostly that I can show myself I can do it and I can be that inspiration that I was talking about earlier. In fact, there's there's a wrestler named um, Sil Sylvian and his little girl has type one as well. And so me and another great friend of mine, Dakar CC, she and I got a picture of with his little girl. And anytime she's at a show that I'm at or that her dad wrestles at, she always comes and gives me the biggest hug. And I always ask her like, how was the show? What'd you think? And she's always just, she's like, it was good. I really liked it. And meanwhile, she's still giving me a, the most ginormous hug. And then, um, so yeah, it's mostly just being an inspiration to the little ones um, and showing people that you can, you can do it no matter what. You just got to continue. Got You got to try. You cannot let yourself hold yourself back. That That's a great point. Don't let yourself hold yourself back. And, and folks, we are live here with Gemma and if you see the scroller, if you're if you're listening to the audio afterwards, take a moment. It's at Gemma J E M M A Ringside on Instagram. Give her Instagram a follow. 
see what she's got going on. She's at promotions on, on a fairly regular basis is my understanding. So do that for her. And again, we're live. So if you've got questions for her, you want to know about her involvement, things she's got, goals that she has involved with wrestling, please go ahead and fire those questions out. And again, those likes, shares, and follows me mean how this is how Gemma becomes like gets recognized by the big boys. Now, that's a good question, though, that I'm thinking about here. So you really kind of have, you know, what what's left? You got WWE. Is ECW mm-hmm. still around? Like, is that still even a? I think ECW's done. T. Yeah. Like, every, like I keep catching every so often. They'll be like this. Oh, this is the next great thing. It's going to come out of nowhere and it's going to take over. And they're going to, and then all of a sudden they get swallowed by the machine that is WWE. But yeah. is there any like? Do you? I know this might sound like a stupid question, but do you have a goal? to make it to that WWE level or is it more like, Hey, I'm enjoying myself in the indie circuit. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go this other direction after high school. What are you thinking? So, um, one of my goals is to at least to make it to AEW at least because I've met a lot of people from AEW and even if I'm, big in the indies and i'm um just doing like small matches with aew i would be happy that's and that's fine and sure if um people notice me like say i'm on aew and they're like hey we really like her and they invite me to come like try out and stuff absolutely i will not turn that opportunity down i will i will keep my um you're willing willing to keep that that option open i mean if they really want me up at wwe i guess you know i guess yeah but i mean so so what are some of the you know well let me ask this then so what are some of the legends though that you've managed have you managed any anyone that's been up at the show yet so i haven't managed anyone um that's been at this show yet but um, I mean, besides Bull Dressed, he's Paul Dread. He is the um, only legendary person that I've managed. And then, of course, there's Stevie Legend, who is another one of my guys. Thank you, Mama. <laughs> you fixed it for me. I was going to say, Le- Leah fixed me. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to take the heat for it because I typed it in, Leah. But I ain't going to say who told me what it was. I ain't going to say who said what it was. I'm just going to say I typed it in. It was my fault. But, I mean, because I, who would I be to blame? Blame a, I mean, I'd be wrong. I ain't going to do that. But I have my own teenagers. I blame them for stuff all the time. So <laughs> I know how it works. So, now, looking, at, obviously, having Rita Marie as a mentor, I mean, this is yeah. somebody who, literally broke open the business for a female referee for somebody doing those kind of things they now have multiple female referees within w within wwe it's it's a completely different landscape um all those things tj say mom always got your back we know that for a fact oh yeah but is there like what is your goal with this industry is it 
is it to stay in that managing standpoint like a like a Bobby to brain Heen, Heenan or I should say more like an Elizabeth <laughs> or you even know who do you know the the former manager woman do you know who that is are you kidding I know a lot of <laughs> women managers I, I'm not, but I'm just saying like you, like most most guys who who watch wrestling don't know who woman was mm-hmm. and, and, and for those of you who don't know look her up she managed the Steiner brothers for for a minute there and she's the reason yeah. that the Steiners broke up, but do you have like it, which element is, or do you want to get in the ring? I'm talking like top rope, dropping bows. Like what's your personal goal with all of it? So my personal goal is to get in the ring, but um, in order for me to be the best performer, I, um, I can be, I am open to trying every single little bit in the industry. So, like, from being a ring announcer to manager, even being, I'm even open um, to train to be a referee because referees are very important. Absolutely. That, that I mean, that's the in, that's the in ring uh, producer or director. You know, that's yeah. who's who's keeping that flow going, making sure everything has the vibe and the feel to it. Absolutely. Um, now, is there anyone? thinking about some of these these different managers whether male or female i would love to see you do like a bobby the brain heenan kind of a thing (laughs) like straight up heel manager i don't know if Mm -hmm. you have it like it would be so great like if you came out in like with this very wholesome look to you but the entire time like you're sliding like uh canes and stuff like that into the ring dropping boat like so people are getting knocked out and then you're like off to the side just looking just as sweet and as innocent i love that gimmick it sounds great um we got oh karen karen judge wants to know do you feel that the type one had kept you or held you back from reaching your goal do you think it's been like having type one diabetes you know mark andrews is from the uh from the baltimore ravens he has Mm -hmm. type one he has type one he actually talked about it before the game that he actually has to like sometimes run off to the side of the field and get like either sugar packets or different stuff just to regulate himself. But how do you feel like it's affected your ability with this? So uh, great, great question. Um, So type one, it's not something, it's something that I live with and I'm not going to let that hold me back. Like, sure. I'm going to have to find new places to put my equipment um, or even have to take off my pump for a match or so, that's fine. I'm not going to let type one stop me from achieving my goal, no matter what. Now, saying that, though, what are some of the cautions you have to take because of it? Is there anything that you have to be extra cautious with? Like, hey, you know, got to watch this, got to watch that. Yeah, so... um I got to like when I'm training and stuff, I got to let people know uh, or like who I'm training with know where my inset or my Dexcom is. Um, So they're so they're careful not to grab it by accident or um, rip it off. And so that that's basically what I need to challenge is just making. Well, that goes back to, you know, great wrestling is good partners. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have somebody that really can work with you and work a match with you. So that has to be part of the conversation. Now, we know you've done some managing. We know you're, you're training to be in the ring. Have you gotten like any ring time, ring time? Like, uh, what was that movie that recently came out? I know you watched it about, uh, she's a female pro wrestler from England. They did the movie about her. Um, oh, Paige. Paige. Thank you. Like, yeah. you know, I remember watch watching that and, you know, they talk about, you know, having great partners and, and how important that is, but she was, she was your age when she started. So, uh, what, what do you think about, you know, would you be wanting even now at your age to get in that, get in the ring, like in that level? Um, hmm. hold on. Say that, say that one more time. I'll say it again. So thinking about her and thinking about that, that movie, and mm-hmm. you know how she was very young she was really you know very young getting into the ring yeah. would you want to go to that level already do you think that that's something that you would want to do or is it kind of like that's not the dream's path you know what yeah actually um you know that this summer i'm getting trained i'm officially and i'm really excited about it exclusive? Um, Are we getting exclusive right now Maybe. Maybe. Um, but by the time I'm 18, it is my goal to be in the ring and trained so I can be actually in matches. Oh, sucky sucky now. I mean, mm-hmm. come on now. So do you have now are we staying with a manager of legends when we're in the ring? Do we have a different name we want to go by? So um that's kind of still in the works. Um and I gotta but I'm kind of experimenting with Gemma Sticks a little bit, bringing that right. Greek mythology. I like it. Um, like, are you gonna be- like do the whole acolytes kind of a deal? Like, remember? Do you remember the acolytes? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to go um, that way out? Maybe I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna play with it. I like that you could do like the whole acolytes come out in the hood, and then yeah, you know, like the whole river sticks kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Yep. Like in my mind, you know what you do before every before every match starts. Look, we're already setting up her gimmick the entire time right now, folks. You got to do the <laughs> entire thing. Like nobody can see you, and like your hand just kind of slides out from under the robe, and you yep. roll it open. And then when when the persons look at like whoever the and I don't know if you're gonna play a face or a heel when they when they look back and they're like, what is what do they want? You know, ringside they should be like it's it's the the boatman for the river sticks they're looking for their two coins <laughs> and then when they're like they don't give you the two coins you just roll your hand back up and pull it back in and then fire a big elbow that's like yep. part to it i think that would be amazing oh uh, look we've already set your gimmick up whole river stick <laughs> hand rolls out they don't put anything in there you roll it back and then you hit him with a big elbow bang i love it yep. with that we're on it already Yep. Uh, Nate wants to know what what's the go to? Sol- oh God, Nate and his meals. Look, he got to <laughs> have something with me. So do you have no? So being around, traveling around with some some of these matches, all these different things that are that are going on. Have you like? Because we we'd always end up talking about food at some point on here. That's have right. Found like especially you know having type one, you have to watch some of your meals and and what your intake is. But have you found any spot where 
because I always said like wrestlers and truck drivers, people that hit the road a lot, know where all the good yep. food spots are. Has anybody introduced you to a spot where the, where they're like, Gemma, this is where we you're gonna have to go eat here? Anybody hooked you up and now you're in love with a spot? Oh yeah. So um, actually, down from down a few roads, I think from the PAPW training facility, there is a diner called the Twin twin pines diner and it is so good they and my, me and my family we are huge diner people um because we we can eat there because i have celiac and it's hard to eat out so yeah. diner food is the best a lot of options a lot of choices yep have you ever been to duncan's in in troy just outside no i haven't you gotta go to duncan's it's All like right. super small hole in the wall, cash only, but they have a fresh bakery inside of it. Like they mm. make their own breads and everything inside. Mm. And now that kind of brings up, are you an only child, any brothers, sisters, anything? I am an only child. Same. That makes us cool. <laughs> I'm an only yeah. child. That, that makes us so much better. Cause you know what? <laughs> That's just how I feel. And then, uh, Laura G says, go Gemma from your fans, Eli and Emmett. So, so that is my aunt and Aww. actually how those boys are aside being an only child. Um, they, I get protect protective over them and they are Younger my little cousins. buddies. Yes. Younger cousins. Yeah. I had that. I had, I had all the, I was the oldest. All the cousins were younger than me. The same exact thing had a, I always feel like, you know what? I'm I'm older. I like keep an eye out on everybody. Yeah. Yep. And they all became bigger than I am, so it doesn't never work out. <laughs> yeah. No, larger. seriously. <laughs> yeah, they were all way larger than me. So, thinking about that though, is how has some of your family reacted? You know, obviously we know mom and dad were all mm -hmm. about it, but that doesn't mean aunts, uncles, grandparents. You know what were some of the reactions and you know it's easy to say oh everybody was positive but what were some of the negative stuff that, that you had to fight through with them so my grandmother isn't too big on violence and she's like well, she was a little against it at first but then she finally came to one of my shows and she's really supportive now my my grandfather he's like i don't care what you do kid <laughs> So he's, he's a big supporter of mine. And then, yeah, my aunt, my, my aunt, my uncle, and then my little, my little cousins, they've always been my biggest fans, even with dance, everybody, um, even at school plays, you can hear the little one going, go Jojo, go Jojo. I go, oh, well, I know what that is. I know I got, who that is. I got another gimmick. I got another gimmick. You ready? Ooh, what? Gemma, Gemma, like, look, it, this might be a little on the nose with the dance thing. Mm -hmm. Go full on Gemma Ballerina, but do it like a black swan kind of a deal. Ooh, yeah. And then, like, and you can come out and do like the whole entire, like, prancing on out there and, you know, take a couple of shots and then, like, do the entire Hulk Hogan face change. You know what I'm saying? Like you do the Hulk Hogan yes. thing where like yep. after a couple of them or, or who was the, I used to love watching her. She was a, a female wrestler that uh, 
she she played a little bit off her rocker. Her character now isn't that way. Um, God, I can see her face. She was kind of short, and for a while there, she she played like she was off her rocker and she was stalking another female wrestler. I can't think of her name. I can see her face. She's real short. Um, somebody will remember it, but there's another one. Gemma ballerina come out like a whole black swan kind of thing. And then just start whooping ass. See, yeah, I got a million of these things. I personally <laughs> am never getting in the ring at no way, shape or form. Are you slamming me through something? Are you <laughs> smacking me with something? Are you are you choking and any? It's just not happening. There was. See, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, Nate, Nate. Now, Leah, you were close. It was Mickey James. Yeah. Mickey James played the did the whole psycho thing where she yeah. was like Walker, and then they would she would take like a couple of hits and be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I'm so sorry," and then she would like do the whole face switch thing and then whoops yep. somebody. Yeah. Come on, Leah. You're supposed to have all these. I need support on this. <laughs> stuff. I can't have Nate being right about stuff. I can't afford that. Then I have to listen to his mouth and he's going to be like, oh, I knew all about it. And I can't be listening to all that. But yeah, Mickey James. So, but let's talk more. I, I want to actually really get into the following your dream piece. Yeah. I mean, this is such a huge thing. You know, I, I'm an old fart. I'm 47 years old. And, uh, I still am learning about, you know, doing that. Cause like I said, when I was, when I was 14, I knew I wanted to be a Marine. So I went and I yeah. did that. Uh, when I retired, I was like, I got to figure out how, what I got to do with my life now and come up with a new dream. What are some of the things that you do daily or things that you, you, you want to teach to other people? Wait a sec. Hold on. <laughs> Gemma is a wealth of knowledge. It comes to anything wrestling is this going to be her move she's been super <laughs> bombing her dad <laughs> on her own leah this is the kind of thing as a parent i appreciate because i'm the dad that would like roll down the window as my as i'm dropping my son off at high school and yelling out i love you just to get to him so i appreciate all this that could be your look that you could that could be your move yeah the diaper bomb oh, i love that even oh my god that's enough look we got a third <laughs> we got a third one you come out in a straight 80s mom outfit with like the mom jeans and oh a my diaper god bag, and a diaper bag and everything and yeah when the, when the ref isn't look like your move is kind of like a heel move when the ref mm-hmm. isn't looking you reach into the diaper bag and you pull out what looks like a dirty diaper and you stuff it in their face and rub it in their face. And when they're like, ah, ah and the ref turns around, you hit them with like a, you know, a jawbreaker or something like that. And then like, yep. and like, that's an amazing, like just straight up mom, mom, you up. That's so awesome. The yeah. people's elbow to dad's nose since she was two years old. Uh, we have fall a- back and hit my nose. <laughs> We used to have a move in my house. I used to teach my kids called the Murphy U because we're Murphy's. <laughs> yeah. And we would, what it was is I'd pick my kids up and I'd hold their head and their leg together over my shoulder and then turn <laughs> sideways and drop them called the Murphy U. That was a great one right there. Uh, Lee says, Karen says, Leah, awesome. What moms are supposed to do. You are awesome, Leah. But, but going back to what, what I was asking you about here though is, 
you know, what is your process or how do you stay focused? Because I mean, you can't tell me that it's just like, oh, I wake up every day. I'm just going to go wrestle. There has to be a focus there. there there's got to be something for you or, or how you teach other people to be this way. What do you do? So this is, this is hard. Um, but basically besides school and, and stuff, I, I do, I do go to the gym and where I do enjoy working out and, you know, that, that helps mental health as well. And so that, that's really another, 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 whoa, another motivator for me. Um, and then basically I've had some other people at school who are into wrestling. Like there's another girl who's a grade below me and she wants to be a professional wrestler as well. And she goes, how do I do this? I go, I don't know, sweetheart. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in training still and I'm still learning. So did you invite her with you? I haven't yet, and I really um, hope to. I because my, all my shows are in Connecticut oh, currently. So yeah, come on, Gemma, you gotta invite her at least to training. Oh yeah, I I will. Um, once I'm really really hoping that I'm gonna be able to work in New York soon, and hopefully that she can come to some shows because i told her once i find a um group in new york that i will be with i said you can come as much as you want she's like all right all right, all right. I, I got one for you here so <laughs> you're, you're i imagine you're maybe one of your parents will know this so you ever heard of the band black flag i've heard of them i don't think i've heard their music okay it's skater punk so oh. the, the current the current drummer is a good friend of mine, Isaiah Gill. He's an amazing drummer. Mm-hmm. He's on Instagram watching you right now. And yep. I just made sure he's still there. I'll see if Isaiah, you see this girl, right? <laughs> she's she's like you. She figured out what her passion was and ran with it. He's like, he was like. I don't even know how to explain how, how good of a drummer he is. Isaiah, she needs theme music. She needs theme music, Isaiah. She, you got to drum up something for her. You drum it, send it to me, and I'll send it to her. Give her something. We have a couple of gimmicks. We have her, her being um, Karen mom, like a Karen-type mom. We have her river as the uh, boatman for the river sticks or mm-hmm. – uh, Gemma ballerina with like kind of a black swan thing going on. So you got to figure out which one of those create a drum beat for her and we'll send it to her and we're on it. All right. So there you go. A world famous touring drummer. Uh, he's going, so he says, so rad, keep at it. I'll drum something up. Does she like, <laughs> so we, cre- so him and I created a heavy metal mariachi band called no Met- kidding called metalica there is a real heavy metal mariachi band but we yeah. created this entire skit in our heads of a heavy metal mariachi band called metal metalica because mm-hmm. 
Nate typed Metallica wrong one day and it became Metallica. <laughs> I have stickers and everything for it that I created. Um, and they, they just play mariachi music, but straight heavy metal style. Uh, so we're on this. So look, Leah, I got this. Got that. You got uh, Britain's Bay. You got fans. She says you got fans in Florida, Texas, Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee, Utah, Arizona that love you. Uh, Karen Judge out in Utah says she's on it. Isaiah said he's on it. I'm telling you, Isaiah is going to send me music and I'm going to send it to you. And you're going to be like, this is incredible. He's like literally won world championships and we're getting close to closing this thing. So we got everybody showing up. Listen to this. Nate, nobody, Nate, you ain't smacking nobody with a chair. Ain't nobody smacking nobody with a chair. I ain't concerned about you. Got to get out the chair first, man. Come get me. You, you're still soaking in your tears of your fantasy football losses. So, oh so what, what are some of the shows that like, so do you have some shows coming up? If somebody wanted to see you in shows, I know oh, you yeah. have a lot of stuff on Instagram. And again, her Instagram is at, ringside underscore Gemma j-e-m-m-a uh on instagram you can see everything she's got going on uh let's see oh rita's on look rita likes my i like the black swan but you plant the seed and Gemma has the ability to make it happen i can't wait to watch her future huge hug sunshine rita marie listen folks i rita probably has no idea that her and i have met a couple of times and I'm okay. With that. I'm a very forgettable person <laughs> sometimes, but I've met Rita a couple of times and she's cooler than the other side of the pillow. I just want y'all to know that. But, yeah. but what's some of the things that you've got coming up? If somebody said, well, I want to go see Gemma. I want to see this. I want to take my kids and get a chance to see so that they can see what a young person who's got drive and got passion, got understanding what that looks like. So, on February 17th, actually, um, I will be at the Dynasty Show um, in at Albany Live. No, at Empire Live. Sorry, that changed. And then on February 24th, I will be in East Haven, Connecticut at PAPW's Training Center. And then February 25th, back-to-back shows, I will be at BCW in Holyoke, Mass. Wow. So, so your yeah. February, your February is pretty filled up all already. Now, those shows yeah. you'll you'll be managing. Yes. Like, yep. Talk, talk to me. I mean, I love this managing piece for you. I really do. Yep. I'm telling you, the like a Bobby the Brain Heenan level, mm-hmm. like, and I know everything I'm talking about is so heal for you, mm-hmm. but you have such a wholesome look and i you know from talking to your parents you have that that i love the idea of this heel that nobody sees as a heel that everybody's yeah. like no she's no she's look at her she's got a book bag mm-hmm. one she's still got a juice box in her hand and then like you're sliding a crowbar into the ring i love that <laughs> like that to me is so great but so it what is your what is your your thing now though like what do you what do you do when you're ringside other than yelling at the the ref pay attention and doing all those things well um i'm working on a few other things um and but basically right now right now actually i just worked with jermaine marbury 
And Benny the Basketball, who got Manager of the Year for 2023 with PAPW. And I have been Coach Gemma. So with Coach Gemma, I control the basketball game. And so um, with Benny the Basketball by my side. Um, basketball? Yeah. So Benny the Basketball. I don't know. I don't he, know. He's got an Instagram too. Benny the. the funny, the first thing that came up was Benny the Butcher, but uh, I don't <laughs> think that's it. Benny the basketball. I don't know Benny. Like I see Benny the bull. Ben, no, like Benny not. No, hold on. Like, I will I'm, get. I'm in my, I'm in my Instagram. Well, I can't switch my page. So, so it is that. I'm, is Benny a little person? Like, tell me about Benny. I don't know Benny. He's like, when I think Benny the basketball, I'm thinking Benny's a little person that bounces around the ring. Benny is. You're tell me he like, is a. Five. He's a mascot. I, so I base I work with a mascot. Oh, okay. And so, he holds up like a defense sign, and I'm ringside i'm checking on my guys making sure he's okay i'm giving orders and um and everything so i'm thinking i'm gonna start carrying a clipboard out and keeping tallies i like it i like the clipboard and again i know i'm horrible you should take a clipboard you should carry a clip this a is his okay your, so his Instagram, folks, if you want to check out Benny, it's Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, the basketball. So we're going to check that out afterwards. I can't change it while, while I got my other stuff up. But yep. so I like the idea of a clipboard and you put like it should look like it has metal on the back of it. But it's not. And then you throw mm -hmm. it in the ring. Somebody gets yeah. it, throw it back. I know. I exactly. That was my, no, no, no. That, that was exactly the point, though. Love it. Cause listen, I've been I've been working with the pyramids of power and Zafar, and Zafar has been cheating, and I'm kind of tired of it. So you know what? I'll hand Jermaine the clipboard, and he can smack him up right on over the head, or I'll get Benny and do it and have him knock it, knock him That's out. Even better, it's even mm -hmm. better. Mascot, you should have the like when you wait till like oh I love it, like his head's under the under the ropes, mm -hmm. and then have the mascot like do something has anyone ever seen who's under the mascot thing no under the hood? Ooh, nope, that's, that's that's so that that would be like a great reveal like the day you reveal it like whoever it is is sticking their head underneath there and then mm -hmm. he takes that he takes the the mask off and sticks it on the other person and drops an elbow on him then takes it back and puts it back on yep oh look at that i know i'm full i could write all <laughs> I love I so I've always enjoyed wrestling. And I again, Gemma, listening to everything that you're doing, it's yeah. energizing to me to hear you and the energy you have for this and the passion you have for a career, something that you want to do. And, and you know, there's been some some you know great female, you know, wrestlers and characters. Uh mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of the gentleman's name. Uh she was a female owner of a wrestling organization in the South. Uh, what was her name? I just met, I met her son or a grandson. Tiny. Uh, yeah. Yes. Thank you. Tiny. Mm -hmm. Tiny. I mean, 
she was it and she ran she started you know she started as a ticket taker yeah yep yep wait a sec so tj says so is hitting someone with a chair necessary uh tj <laughs> let's can we ask that like why wouldn't it be can we ask that question but is it necessary i think it is <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a it's a great part of wrestling hitting someone yep. with a chair it is. In I fact, my 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 first ever match, I hit someone with a kendo stick. You can ask Rita too. You they let you let loose on a kendo stick on oh, somebody? Oh yeah, they said swing it like a baseball bat. Okay, I got a whack. He's telling me you and, played like softball or baseball and like Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I played I played softball for um three years. So So you knew how to swing it. We're good. I knew how to swing it. Oh, that's too funny. Like, yeah, just there's so I mean, Gemma, there's so much to unpack in this. It's so many different things. I mean, folks, make sure you're checking out at ringside underscore Gemma, J-E-M-M-A. Uh, there's just. At a minimum, if you're a parent like myself, you want your kids around somebody like this. You want your kids involved with somebody like this uh, so that. They they can see someone who has goals, who has dreams, who has these things going on. And it's it's amazing to me now. But that also reminds me the other side to it is is we all we've all said it. You know, we've all lived through being teenagers and those things. Kids can be the cruelest. What has been other reactions to, you know, classmates? You know, what are you probably a sophomore, junior you know, what has yeah. been some of their reactions to people to when you're like, you know, this is I'm going to be in the pro wrestling. What has that been like? So, again, going back to um, sixth grade, uh, I had a classmate who agreed with the teacher and I was friends with that classmate at the time. We aren't anymore. He's now he's. <sighs> he's something else. But besides that, he basically told me I couldn't either and that it was the most hysterical idea he, idea he's ever heard and it was basically nonsense. So besides that, but then I told another teacher I was getting ready for um, a show. <laughs> I was late to school that day because I was packing my case. And... um. I come in with my bull dried shirt on and he read my shirt and he goes, huh, where's that shirt from? I go, oh, that's the guy managing tonight. And he goes, managing? I go, yeah, have I not told you I'm a professional wrestling manager for the indie circuit? And um, he goes, no. And then he's like, has she told everybody else? And everybody else in the class went, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, he goes, well, why didn't, why didn't you tell me? And I said, Wow, I guess it. I guess I forgot. <laughs> um, but then there's some other people who I've told at school, and they're like, "Yo, that's that's really cool." And then they'd actually be on the high school wrestling team, and so like that. So they're like, "That's really really cool." And so, otherwise, I, I mean, so how do you? What would, what would be your advice to other people then that are? or have some dreams that maybe aren't atypical, you know, they're not the 
I'm going to be a doctor, a lawyer, a nurse, a YouTuber, any of those kind of things that aren't the the typical today dreams. What would be some of your advice to them for overcoming some of those naysayers? Work hard and don't let go of that dream. That's that's for sure. Because, oh, also, don't let anybody stop you. It's your dream, not theirs. So that's that, that that's pretty much it though just keep keep that dream alive uh, look folks I, I know people in their 40s and 50s that need to hear that same exact advice and you you've got a lot of things here after tj asked about the chair uh karen <laughs> says i love watching that karen likes people can get with chairs that, that's so the whole Karen's thing TJ's mom. okay so no. tj i yeah. want you to understand you might want to watch yourself because your mother likes to watch people get hit with chairs. You might want to be careful, brother. It might not be. It might not be. You know, you might want to just not ask about that one. And then Rita yeah. says, "TJ, have you ever watched wrestling?" He says, I- "I'm going to be honest, not much. My mom watches a lot though." And then Rita says, "Gemma literally can out swinging, came out swinging her first time out this. Look, mm-hmm. that, that made it happen." Well, look, folks, we're getting ready to close the bar up here. As I said before, take a moment, check out at ringside underscore Gemma on Instagram. Give her give her a, a follow. See what she's got going on. You had how many dates was that coming up here in February? Was that four different dates? I have three different dates. Three different and, dates. Um, on Instagram, I'll, I'll post more. Yeah. Right. So Read on February 17th is at the Dynasty Show in at Empire Live in Albany. February 24th is East Haven, Connecticut at the PAPW Training Center. And February 25th is at BCW in Holyoke, Massachusetts. And mom says your, your slogan is, don't tell me I can't. Yes, and, it uh, is. And Karen says, Gemma, you are so inspiring. I mean, you. you really are, Gemma. I mean, hearing this story, you know, when I got to meet you, and, and I was actually standing, if I remember right, I was standing with your mom and we just kind of got to talk and she was like, yeah, my daughter's the youngest, the youngest uh, manager. I'm like, what? And I mean, <laughs> you were kind of like, you were like this little tiny head sw- swimming through like all these giant people. And I know that <laughs> because I'm only five, seven and a half myself. So I know how that yep. feeling goes, but you know, but you carry yourself like you're like you're six foot tall. And I, it's very mm-hmm. impressive to see. And that energy was impressive. I mean, the minute I heard your story. I knew I had to get you on. Uh, some now, listen. There's rule. There is one other rule I never told you about. So normally, when I have celebrities on, like you're going to be one day, I have a rule. So if you're ever on the red carpet, you have to take me. So if you oh, ever cool. take the red carpet in pro wrestling, when that happens, then you you know I understand. Mom's got to go first. I get it. I get it. <laughs> got to go before I do. I get it. I get it. But eventually when it gets to my turn you have to take me on the red carpet to of some course. wrestling event to and i figure if i ask every guest this at some point in time <laughs> one of them's going to get going to get me there so i mean we're we're shooting for it and look yep. folks again if you found me through Gemma or Gemma through me as cliche as it sounds i've said it a 100 times i'll say it a 100 more like share follow like share follow it really truly does matter Gemma wants to get recognized by people at a higher level. Well, guess what? That happens by you following her Instagram page, 
by you liking the things she has going on, by you commenting on the things she has going on. That's how those algorithms work. That's how people know about her. Guess what? I'm joking about a lot of different things, but I enjoy my show. This is how we get known. This is how Gemma's story through us gets found, and that's how people do stuff. Uh, so you have to listen. You have to do it. Going on to YouTube and following our YouTube page, going on to Facebook, giving a like, going on to these things, it matters to us. It really, truly does. Next week, we have returning to us Mr. Patrick Donahue. We're talking about mm -hmm. servant leadership. I love talking about leadership. That falls in with what Gemma is. She's a leader. Whether you guys understand that or not, at, at 15 years old, she's more of a leader than I, I know full-grown adults that own companies are. She's making more things happen. So you got to see this next week. Again, Patrick Donahue is going to be on. We're going to be talking about that. And we're going to do a special episode on Tuesday with Jeff Diskovic. Uh, if you don't know Jeff, he's got a documentary on um, Prime. He was wrongfully accused and sentenced to six. He did 16 years at age 16 for a murder and rape. He did not commit in Poughkeepsie. Oh, wow. and, uh, oh yeah. It's called, uh, I can't remember if it's called convicted or conviction. Uh, mm -hmm. It's a, about a 30 minute documentary that will break your heart. But now he is a lawyer who defends the wrongfully accused. And he's got some stuff going on up here in Albany. Him and I are going to do a quick 30 minute show on the 26th or on the 6th, excuse me. So stay tuned for more to come about that. Uh, Leah says, one day you can be Murph the manager and manage Gemma on the record. Look, I could do it. I mean, first off, I'm going to go, Leah, my wrestling name will be The Skunk because of this beard of mine. I, I love it. It'll be The Skunk, you know, and, and I'll walk around with like one of those things of poo spray, like that fart spray and the spray people. And that's, I mean, it, I mean, it's wrestling, so it won't be the real stuff. It'll be like, yeah. and then they're like, people are like, Bleh. I can't get around them, and they'll run out of the ring, and it'll be like a forfeit every time for my wrestler. See this? This is how yeah. the brain works. Do you see how my brain works? Like, I've already got my gimmick figured out, and then when they really want to get me, they'll like take the spray from me or tape my hands up, and then I can't use it. My wrestler, <laughs> you see how that works? Yep. I'm putting this all together already. I've got the whole thing put together. So now don't log off on me afterwards, Gemma. We're going to talk no, for just a hot minute afterwards, but I know this is episode 222. So you get to be on 222, uh, episode 222. And I know you've binged watched all of them. You and mom and dad sat down and watched everything I've done. So you know what's coming, but just in case you don't remember what it is, the guest always gets the final word. So what's the final word for tonight? Well, uh, thank you for so, so much for having me on here. Alrighty, folks, be sure to push your stool in. This has been a Second Front Podcast presentation found on Apple, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found.